Look, we have a suggestion. It goes like this. Hi, my name is Nora, and I live in Kansas in the United States. My favorite story is Forest School. I love listening to your stories in the car and on the way to school. Can I request a story about a girl named Nora who goes on an adventure in the Arctic and meets a narwhal pod? Thanks. Nora, that's a fantastic idea. And our very talented Jess Judd has come up with Nora and the Narwhals. Let's see what this adventure entails. Nora and the Narwhals. Scientific Research Journal, Day 1. Well, I'm not really a scientist. But my grandma keeps calling me Scientist Nora, so I figure I might as well go with it. Oh yeah, my name is Nora. I'm currently recording this sitting at the very top of my grandma's ship, Nerissus. My grandma and her friends actually are scientists. They're oceanographers, to be exact. My grandma is a marine mammal biologist, and I get to spend my holidays with her studying mammals in the Arctic Ocean. Grandma and her team have been studying narwhals. Narwhals are amazing. I didn't even know they existed until Grandma told me about them like three years ago, and ever since then, I have been begging her to take me with her next time she goes on a trip. She told me if I wanted to come along, I needed to record my scientific findings in an electronic journal, just like she and the other oceanographers do. So, here goes. We left this morning at 0800 hours. That scientists speak for 8 o'clock in the morning. I had strawberry jam on toast for breakfast. Actually, I'm not sure if I needed to record that. Anyway, we're heading out to look for the narwhals Grandma's team has been studying. Narwhals are amazing creatures. Some people call them unicorns of the sea because they have a tusk sticking out the front of their head. Mostly, only the males have a tusk. But every now and then, the females will have them too. The tusk can grow up to 10 feet long, and it has up to 10 million nerve endings inside. That blew my mind. Grandma said my hand only has about 20,000 nerve endings. That means they have about 500 times as many nerve endings in their tusks as we do in one hand. How incredible! The sensitivity in their tusk means they can feel changes in the water, like the temperature or even how salty the water is. This can help them find food or to protect them from predators. Grandma thinks we should find some in the next few days, so I'll check back soon with more information. Over and out. Scientific Research Journal, Day 4. Wow. Just wow. We saw narwhals this morning. They were eating when we found them. Narwhals are carnivores. They eat halibut, cod, squid, and shrimp. I mean, I couldn't really tell what they were eating, but Grandma said that's what they eat. We set up our camp yesterday. We've got tents set up. Grandma and I get to share one. We have to run a generator to give us power and help to keep us warm. I thought it was weird. We aren't out deep in the ocean looking for the narwhals, but Grandma said they come close to the coast during the summer and then head back south through the sea during winter. I think I'd like to stay close to home during winter. 
It would be so cold out in the ocean. There are massive ice flows out there, and the narwhals sometimes have to find small holes in the ice just to breathe. It's just like when I go spend the summer holidays with my family and all my cousins come to visit as well. We like to go to the beaches where it's nice and warm. Maybe that's why the narwhals come to the coast during the summer. Down at the beach near my cousin Ava's house, there are some really good waves that you can surf. If you're swimming, you have to stay in between the flags because that's the safest place to swim. One time, Ava and I were down swimming, and we didn't realize that the current from the waves had pulled us down the beach. We were outside the flags, and then suddenly we got caught up in the rip current. My dad had always taught me that you don't fight the rip, otherwise you get too tired too quickly. We just put up our hands and waved at the lifeguards. We were so scared, and because we were outside the flags, I was worried that the lifeguards wouldn't see us, but they did. It's amazing seeing all them jump up and run into the ocean with their paddle boards. They came right out to us and pulled us up onto their boards and took us back to shore. We were pretty tired by then, and a little embarrassed too. I reckon if a narwhal got caught up in a rip, they'd be fine. They'd probably just dive down. They can dive as deep as one whole mile underwater anyway and they could just go past the rip and come back up for air when they needed to breathe. Anyway, I need to go help Grandma refuel the generator, so I'll check back in tomorrow. Scientist Research Journal Day 5. Today was a little bit scary. We were setting up some more equipment close to the edge of the ice, and parts of it started to break up. Grandma told me later that it's the thinnest the ice has been in years, and she thinks it's because of the changes in the Earth's temperature. More and more ice has been melting away. It's still freezing cold, though. Marcy, one of the oceanographers, actually fell into the water. She was setting up a net on the edge of the ice for us to catch and tag the narwhals, and the ice cracked underneath her feet. She was more worried about saving the equipment than she was about saving herself. So even though she managed to save the net from floating away, the ice underneath her cracked, and she fell in up to her waist. Marcy kept her arms out of the ice, holding on and kicking her feet to keep her body horizontal. This helped to stop her from slipping even further into the water. I really wanted to go over and help and pull her out, but Grandma stopped me. She said if the ice was already thin enough for Marcy's weight to break it, then more of us going over might break it again. Marcy wiggled her way up and out of the water and then slowly rolled right away from the thin patch to a part that we knew was thicker. Then Grandma and the team jumped right in. Just because Marcy was out of the water doesn't mean she was out of trouble. Grandma took her into our tent and they got her changed out of her wet clothes as quickly and carefully as possible. I was worried she might get hypothermia, but Grandma said it would normally take about half an hour in the icy water before that might happen, and Marcy was only in for a few minutes. Hypothermia is when your body is losing more heat than it can make, and your body temperature begins to go down quickly. But Grandma got Marcy warmed up slowly and carefully, and it looks like she is going to be okay. Scientific Research Journal, Day 6. Last night, we sat out under the stars and had coffee and hot chocolate. It was freezing cold. 
but so beautiful. There were all these different colors flowing through the sky and the number of stars. I have never seen that many stars before. While we watched for shooting stars, Grandma told me about an ancient Inuit legend. They say that the narwhal's tusk was created when a woman had tried to hunt a narwhal and got dragged into the ocean. Her hair was twisted in a knot on her head. When she transformed into a narwhal, her hair became the tusk. Grandma and her team came out to this same spot three years ago to monitor the narwhals. They put nets out and caught a few so that they could track them. The way they catch the whales is interesting. They put out a big, long net and then just sit and watch until some narwhals come swim into it. Then they go out in a little inflatable boat and attach tags and let the whales go. The tags are actually called satellite link time depth recorders. I know, that's a mouthful. I'm going to say it again. Satellite link time depth recorders. Basically, it collects information about the narwhal while it's swimming around underwater. Then, when they come up to the surface, the recorder sends all of the information to satellites. I'll check back in soon. Hopefully, we will have seen more. Scientific Research Journal, Day 7. Oh, my goodness, the scariest thing just happened. We were tagging a narwhal when a polar bear who had been hanging around must have picked up the scent. He came charging through the water towards the boat. I thought I was done for. Thankfully, he must have changed his mind because at the last possible moment, he turned and went a different direction. I felt so scared. Polar bears eat narwhals, but I thought this one might eat me. The narwhal we tagged is part of the pod Grandma and her team have been tracking. They seem to be in pretty good health. But Grandma said she thinks the number of narwhals is dropping. There are a few reasons she could think of. Climate change can make the temperature change suddenly, causing flash freezing. So let's say the narwhals had swum through a tunnel in the ice to come up for air. And then the water freezes behind them. They get stuck and can be easily hunted by predators. Polar bears and killer whales are their main predators. But sometimes sharks have been known to attack them as well. Humans even hunt them. Another thing threatening narwhals is pollution. It can be as simple as the rubbish we throw on the beach or into the stream, or as harmful as chemical pollution. Chemicals get into the water and can make the marine animals sick. I think that's the saddest thing. If a narwhal gets hunted by a polar bear, it's sad. But it's nature, you know? The bears have to eat too. That's just the way the world works. But if the narwhals are sick and in danger because of something humans are doing, something we are doing, something I'm doing, that's sad. I had never really thought about how the plastic I use or the rubbish I throw away could affect animals, especially not animals way out in the ocean. It's definitely something I need to think more about. Anyway, I'll check back in. Gotta get back to watching the net for more narwhals. Scientist Research Journal, Day 12. 
Well, we're leaving today. Grandma said they've tagged as many narwhals as they can for now. It's time to head back home. Grandma and her team will pack up and head back to their offices at the university where they can log into their computers and track everything the narwhals do. The information sent to the satellites can be accessed by the team, and they can see where the narwhals are, how they move around, and track the path they take. One of the oceanographers on Grandma's team, Henry, is very interested in how climate change is affecting the narwhals and other animals living in the Arctic. The trackers we attached actually collect data about the ocean as well. Henry said it's almost like the narwhals are his assistants, and he sends them out into the ice-covered ocean to gather the information he can't go out and get himself. He made a joke about wishing how he could send a narwhal out for coffee. Henry said the data they get back from the narwhals will help scientists to find out more information about the glaciers and the oceans around Greenland, too. Amazingly, narwhals are kind of joining the team of scientists to explore and find out things about our world. I think that's what I want to do. Join the team. I mean, I'm only 10. It's not like I can go off to university now and start studying. But there are things I can do. Maybe we need to start looking at being more... What did Henry call it? Oh yeah, environmentally friendly and sustainable. That means acting in ways that protect and look after our planet, unlimiting our use of resources so that they can last for other people in the future. Then other kids can come out with their grandparents and see these amazing creatures in our oceans. And it's not just the narwhals. There are so many awesome and incredible animals in our world. I definitely want to be able to study more and more of them as I grow up. Well, I guess this is the end of my scientific research journal for now. This is the last time Grandma is going to be visiting the narwhals for a while. But I wonder if she'll let me come along wherever she goes next. I'm going to go ask right now. Over and out. And the oceans. Oh, okay, we're going to redo that one. Ready? <laughs> Blah, blah, blah.